वेलकम 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 टू द फर्स्ट एपिसोड द फर्स्ट पॉडकास्ट ऑफ यूनिफाइड आई एम योर होस्ट मयू गोस्वामी एंड यू विल बी सीइंग दिस फेस क्वाइट ऑफन राइट इन दिस पर्टिकुलर एपिसोड वी आर गोइंग टू कंसंट्रेट ऑन द जॉब सीकर्स वी हैव एन एचआर who happens to be the recruitment head of a company so we have nidhi with us who is go- who is heading indusnet technologies as its recruitment head and you will find a lots of tips and tricks needed for the job seekers out there to go ahead get that dream job of yours we will be talking regarding the market we will be talking regarding the a lot of new concepts that's there in the market especially when it comes to the job seekers and what they really need to know to go ahead and get a job So let's not waste any more time. Let's get into the podcast. Talk to Nidhi. Let's understand everything there is to know regarding the job market. Let's go. Nidhi, can you please uh, introduce yourself to our audience? Hi, Mayuk. Thanks for uh, having me. You know, join this podcast. I'm uh, very glad to join this session, and I'm very honored. So, hi guys. I'm Nithi, and I am representing Indusnet Technologies. We call it INT, and uh, I am you know heading talent acquisition here. And uh, I'm sure you must be knowing about INT. We are you know uh, IT service company, having 850 professionals. You know that serves the you know very you know enterprise clients and you know we have consultative and collaborative approach towards you know the work that we do to start off with maybe we can just quickly get to know you a bit be- uh, better for the audience because they would love to know more about your background from where did you come get into this zone because you have been in this industry for quite some time as i recall and uh, mm-hmm. it'll be really great to know about your background and how things got started for you and how you're here yeah sure i you know i come with a very diversified i'm an hr professional and i have over 15 years of experience in this field and major experience you know lies in general staffing or you know the global it professional services and uh, which includes handling the clients across uh, india usa australia new zealand so my core strength lies in managing the you know the cross functional teams and providing the talent acquisition solutions setting up system process you know the people management client relationship handling campus hiring so you know uh, it has been a very enriching experience throughout and uh, uh, i started my journey from uh, india staffing then slowly i moved to the us staffing then asia pacific and i'm again back to the india staffing so if you would ask me what is close to my heart so of course the india's uh, staffing is something you know that uh, always very very close to my heart and that is something by where my most of my interest lies on because That's you know that there is a very good connection and engagement when we talk to the people right you know right. and we share a lot of uh, interest and uh, it is uh, uh, we can easily build connection over things like let's say if i'm talking to someone who is from north so you know so it's a very easily we talk about food you know and if you are talking right. to someone uh, let's say from someone from eastern side you know and we are talking someone from south so we can pick up things and we can talk about and the conversation starts and you know we can easily connect that's true that's really true that's uh, that's amazing to know the basics uh, nitty gritty of you because 
these things will actually help us you know reach out to a lot of audience because most of the time whenever we are talking about freshers or job seekers right so they have a very bad notion in their head that they think that hrs are mostly not approachable or most of the time mm-hmm. we are not mm-hmm. supposed to approach the hr unless and unless we are lo- looking for an increment or maybe something mm-hmm. else so it's quite important for people to know that hrs are approachable almost always and uh, they are actually the fun people in the companies and it's quite important uh, when it comes to uh, building the companies from ground up right oh so, yeah so yes yeah, and yeah. it is it is a very very common uh, notion that people carry and somewhere i i would you know say that it is not about that they are not approachable it's about you know the availability of time because on an average if you see that in any company you say there are very few folks in hr they are supporting you know the let's say if it's a thousand people employees and how many hr people that you see so that you know the people that they manage there's a good you know uh, team big number of team that they are managing so it's it's difficult to connect with them every day but yes you know by uh, uh you can efficiently manage that too if you have a system and technology in place because technology plays a major role when we talk about the candidates if you have a you know a strong ats applicant tracking system so that really really helps you to you know connect with your candidate in a very efficient way so that's something that's, int okay. you know focus on that too the candidate experience yeah that's that's amazing that's amazing so i'll i'll get back to one of the questions that i have been uh, pondering to ask you for quite some time what is the toughest thing that you guys have to endure in your professional life right the toughest thing in your profession in terms of handling the candidates yeah i mean if i take the recent examples you know if i uh, talk about what recent challenges that any hr profession is is you know uh, facing so one important thing is uh, talent shortage when i say talent shortage i am not saying the resource shortage you know the people shortage mm-hmm. is it is a talent you know that what exactly that what companies are looking for the skills that companies are looking for so you know it's a, a kind of that you know it's a shortage uh, that mm-hmm. companies has faced in post covid time mm-hmm. and when we talk about the full time employment you know uh, most of the position the critical positions are uh, you know not filled up, you know in the way they wanted to be filled and or it's a time gap is there to solve this problem you know that we have to come up with very very creative recruiting strategies so mm-hmm. any traditional method like simple you post a job and you will get lot many referrals or application that doesn't work right now so that is one challenge and also mm-hmm. you know it is uh, it has been uh, nothing it's not nothing new it existed before before you but you know we uh, recently faced that very much uh, when we were we are hiring there are many many passive candidates you know there are mm-hmm. many research talks about you know that there are uh, at least 80 plus 80 87% people those who are willing to make a change in their job if they are presented a good opportunity they are ready to look at and they want to make a change but when it comes to you know uh, active uh, workforce that want to mm-hmm. you know that they have applied in any job post or they are looking aggressively a job that is just a 30% so reaching out to the passive okay. people 
is that is another challenge because these people have not applied to any of the job postings you know they are not available in any job boards so that is you know uh, that's another challenge and so, also so the technically yeah so technically if i understand passive uh, candidates by by that you mean people who are not applying or who are not looking for a change right so like they have not they they yeah. are looking for job change there's like a two things here um let's say i'm i am a candidate and i have mm-hmm. not posted my resume to the traditional uh, job boards you know right. Uh, right. and i have i'm not applying to open job postings that i that mm-hmm. comes my way mm-hmm. but if so, if some day a recruiter calls me and say i have so and so opportunity and looks like your resume seems to be a very good match and the conversation begins so yes i would like to consider i would like to explore no okay. so that makes me a passive candidate because i have okay. not posted my resume i have not even prepared my resume my resume is also not ready but someone when calls me and you know present a very good job in front of me that shows up you know something i'm looking for it's a kind of a challenging role very enriching role and matches with my skills so i would want to look at maybe i'll you know now spend some time and make my resume so that makes me a passive candidate so if you see in current market there are you know over 70% you know people those who are passive job seekers so they are not aggressively looking they're not actively available but when you reach out to them talk to them and then the uh, you know it is uh, part of the you know recruitment strategies that how do you reach out to the passive candidates right yeah. right so, because of course uh, since they are not present in any of the job boards so it's quite Im- interesting to know that how you reach out to these people because oh, yes. presently like if i am talking about myself like if i am looking for a job right now right and but i am mm-hmm. not in any of the job boards so technically right. i am thinking that you're maybe coming to me through referrals to through people from, other, from when you get to know about my profile uh, from my friends or maybe your colleagues or maybe social media work. social media that is the one right. the LinkedIn. major to linkedin like linkedin right. facebook twitter you know right. there's there's uh, you know you have of course linkedin is one of the you know the biggest tool right now if mm-hmm. uh, uh, you know this they say that if you are not available in linkedin then you know <laughs> you don't exist that's, professionally so that's true. Uh, that's true so yes so uh, that's the way uh, and the recruiter has to make an effort to you know mm-hmm. to reach out to those people so that that's is one and, yeah yeah, yeah and yeah, also please, that there is a like a you know uh, it's a very much increased competition right now when there's a shortage of talent as i was mentioning you know so then uh, uh, there is a kind of a, a competition goes within the companies that you know how to how, you know attract these you know talented resources because the pool is smaller right and then we and uh, as a company uh, you need to stand out from the competition and ensure that you know the right people want to work with you so right. that is the these are the challenges recently that we have been seeing a lot of uh, companies uh, firing people right especially the big companies when we talk about the amazons and uh, the googles of uh, the world so they mm-hmm. have been firing people a lot and uh, like they claim that uh, most of the profiles were passive profiles they were not active profiles they were in the same position for a long long time so they wanted to Correct. go ahead mm-hmm. and they want to churn it a bit and see how they can utilize the workforce in a better way so 
what what is the thing according to you do you believe the candidates need to know or need to do in during these tough times yeah and uh, you know uh, first of all it is a very unfortunate situation that has when someone gets laid off you know uh, uh, we all need to be empathetic towards the situation because they're losing a suddenly losing a job you know right. and uh, it's because of not i would always say to the candidates not because of that you are not a skill it is because of the you know the companies who hired it they didn't plan well you know they didn't their planning and their uh, future you know the goals were not clear maybe or their you know uh, they 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 didn't anticipate it you know well advance and it is somewhere uh, it's a combined collateral you know the damage that had happened so candidates mm-hmm. you know uh, uh, those who lost the job i would suggest you know they really really need to you know uh, think over it that what they could have done differently what other skills they could have upgraded themselves you know and also you know uh, i mean there are many jobs available too if when we are talking about the technology wise you know there are many many companies they are still hiring like int is hiring we have been right. never we haven't stopped hiring people you know and there are other many companies too so uh, look for the right opportunity for you and uh, reach out to your connections reach out to your managers take you know the feedback that you want to take from the people take you know uh, be open for the learnings and uh, brush up your skills so you will find a job that's really really you know uh, it's a time that has to pass and uh, don't limit yourself from just applying for a job you know usually what happens uh, we look at the requirement we apply and send our resume that's it no you need to you know again uh, make yourself prepare uh, for the interview and uh, make yourself acquaintance with that company you have applied for who are going to be your would be peers or maybe if you know uh, by some references you reach out to the recruiter ask few questions you know by this way uh, somewhere let's say if the you know if you have applied for that job and uh, uh, someone can give your recommendation because you have already reached out to some of the people or you know you you have a personal referral as well so by just applying a job will not get you a job you know uh, a success so there right. are many many ways that it is you work on your resume your resume is not a just a, uh, a it, it's not a fixed document that you cannot edit you know mm-hmm. look at the points that you can add and uh, which will re- make your resume outstanding and you know uh, that reflects your key skills and which you can bring into a company which they are looking mm-hmm. for so don't be afraid to modify your wording or switching around key key terms or the you know some bullet points make your resume mm-hmm. interesting and uh, make your linkedin as an you know uh, interesting profile and uh, explore it you know this is a uh, this is a one of the best uh, tool that is available you know so utilize it at best right that's interesting uh, just uh, coming back to one of the points you just made that uh, at times people are laid off because the companies are not making a proper planning right they they have not planned mm-hmm. it right over a longer mm-hmm. period of time but do you think it's uh, relevant to the bigger companies like google amazon or is it 
just relevant to the smaller companies and how it, how does yeah this it is yeah yeah it is it is it is for any company right you know let's say for example like even an int we we look at that you know whatever past data what is our you know the past hiring has been how we are getting the requirements what kind of talent we have been hiring over these year and what kind of requirement that we can project you know how many people are being you know leaving organization voluntarily right not right. being laid off so when mm-hmm. when you have this data you know mm-hmm. when you have been uh, following your numbers closely and your company growth and you have planned properly so i mean uh, you will not over hire so why you mm-hmm. have to lay off because some day you over hire people right so i All mean right. that we 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 can be little you know uh, it may sound that we are following the traditional method but that also helps sometime don't overgo you know you need not to like it's a old saying right uh, don't overgo when you don't earn well right so be that's right. the same things right, right. <laughs> if you if you don't if you do not have a vision if you do not have a proper planning mm-hmm. so these things are bound to happen makes sense and uh, when it comes to the candidates uh, as uh, someone who has worked in an IT industry i i also personally feel the candidates must have some kind of a, a mechanism right that they need to upgrade themselves always because we see Correct. most of the time because i was one of them myself mm-hmm. uh, i uh, when you get into a particular job after a certain point of time when you're doing the same repetitive job you become a bit passive so it makes you think that okay fine the things are going well it might not ever be a bad situation because the company is uh, stable but it could change any moment because uh, that's how the things have overturned post covid mainly i believe yeah because growth stops when your learning stops you know right. let's say you find a job so that's not mm-hmm. end of the world you know that's right. it's not that your uh, you know target achieved done mm-hmm. no that's where the journey begins you know that's right. where the learning starts you will learn you talk to the teams and um, if if your learning hasn't stopped your growth will not stop you know uh, it, it you may have some uh, you know bad instances like you may might be laid off you know from mm-hmm. a job but you will find another job you will find another you know uh, learning for yourself so you know growth and learning goes hand in hand so that is, and especially in a when we are talking about in a technology industry you know mm-hmm. so and uh, it but but it it's it's you know true for any industry but in technology mm-hmm. side you know you can't afford this is something is your bread and butter learning is your bread and butter absolutely absolutely so uh, since that technology is actually uh, coming back to the point you just made technology is rapidly evolving right so right now right. every like 3 years we are seeing some new technology coming in and uh, recruiters are going ahead and trying to find the right person to come and fit in that particular role and most of the time what happens is we do not find the right person who can mm-hmm. maybe sit in that position and take over lead the position and maybe build a team around it right yes. so in yes. such scenario what do you think is the most important or the most valuable thing that a candidate can do so that mm-hmm. he can fit into a role let's take an example of web3 right so web3.0 is up and coming right now so mm-hmm. uh, we have been seeing a lot of uh, people inquiring about uh, web3.0 and uh, most of the time what i understand is we do not have good web3.0 trainers in india and uh, so technically the training becomes a bit problematic 
so in mm-hmm. such a scenario what a candidate can do so that he can you know go ahead and get into a completely new role and also mm-hmm. if you can add a bit more on the other skills and other aspects that he or she can work on let's assume that the candidate has been laid off right and he's not from a mm-hmm. very well to do company say so he's not from google mm-hmm. amazon he's from a mediocre company and mm-hmm. uh, small msmes maybe uh, so I will, I will what can suggest- yeah i would suggest first find your strength you know right. as a candidate you you see that where your strength lies you know mm-hmm. and uh, what are your strong points you know what are the key skills where you have you know uh, where you have proven yourself or whether you could you think that you can you know learn and achieve more so first right. list down those you know and then work towards that learning all the skills will not help you learning by you know all the skills and trying to you know uh, attend all the trainings will not uh, help you so reach mm-hmm. out to your managers reach out to your you know if you are already working or you have already worked you know and take feedback as i always say you know be open for the feedback where where your shortcomings has been what are the areas that you think you could have done better where there is scope for improvement we all need to learn and we all need to get better so you need to reach out True. to the people and just you know uh, try to understand that what are the gaps they have seen especially your if your immediate managers with whom you have worked you know and mm-hmm. it, it doesn't have to be a negative conversation it can be a very positive conversation where you are talking about your strength and the challenges that you faced in your previous role and right. then once you have identified your strength once you have identified your you know uh, shortcomings then it becomes very easy you know and then uh, you need to you know uh, upgrade yourself accordingly tech wise you know what whatever skills that you think that you know uh, uh, will help you in the future and also uh, uh, if if required you know there are many many courses available many many trainings available like yodafi is one of that that we all know right that is helping you know people to uh be project ready you know and uh, right. we we have experienced that first hand so mm-hmm. why not you know and uh, uh that will you can uh, be part of the some of the projects you know and the live mm-hmm. projects too and that will you know um, give you a good exposure so that right. will help you and also uh be prepared for the interviews you know uh, mm-hmm. not many times i have seen you know as an hr profession you know and people come with the scripted answers you know because mm-hmm. uh, that doesn't uh, okay you can be correct in your answers right you can be right when you are explaining your work and your strengths and you know uh, overall profile but mm-hmm. that doesn't stand out that makes you sound a kind of uh, you know very uh, scripted and little boring if i would little say boring. you yeah, know definitely definitely <laughs> when, yes. when as a hr person when we talk to the people we are talking to many people right i'm right. interacting with lot many candidates absolutely but, but i meet some of the candidates those who come up with a very creative way of explaining their work so you know that is stuck with us you know when we are making a hiring decision so i have two people i have to hire one person so there is a one person who was just giving me a very very you know stacked answers and there is another candidate who was very creative you know so right. uh, to learn those skills it is about you know how you are getting better day by day um, mm-hmm. 
I'll, I'll give you a very interesting example. Whenever we ask someone, tell me about some of your, you know, strengths or two of Correct. your strengths. One of the very common answers that we I receive is like, I'm a hardworking, I'm a committed person. <laughs> that's common <laughs> among, I guess that's one of the first questions that Google shows too, right? <laughs> okay, yes, because the, all these students, all this, you know, the college pass, I don't blame them. I, I really respect yeah. because they have done that research, right? They have right. made an effort to go on the, you know, the interview related questions and mm-hmm. uh, on the answers. But okay, fine. Now, you know, this is the right answer. Okay. Mm-hmm. But what is your contribution to that? Okay, mm-hmm. you are a hard working. So give me an example of your hard work where you, you know, put in some efforts which was more than uh, required or and much more than anyone else could do. You are a mm-hmm. committed. So give me an example of your commitment. What was that situation? What are those instances? Right? Okay. So, right. so this is something, I mean, you know, uh, it's very, very important how you mm-hmm. prepare yourself for the interview, how you are communicating to the interviewer. And mm-hmm. also when you are applying for job, you know, I mean, uh, 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 I have seen some of the people sending just a resume, not even mentioning subject for which okay, position they are applying for, right? right. They, they get my email ID and I'm sure <laughs> many other people also face this, you know, people get their email ID, you're applying mm-hmm. for a job, you have not even mentioned properly in your subject line, forget about the email, you know, and then, uh, you have not even mentioned what you are applying for, what your profile is look like, where mm-hmm. is the cover letters. A cover letter plays a major role now, at least four or five lines about uh, what what you have achieved or what is your profile is, talking about your key skills, because that's what the hiring manager looks at. They don't look at the right. proper resume. They don't have time to go over three, four pages resume. You know? mm-hmm. This These is quite some, yeah, I'll, I'll just quickly uh, interrupt a bit because I wanted to know something about the difference between a resume and a cover letter. Because most of the time I have seen people confusing and interchanging both the words, right? And uh, when we talk about cover letters, people think it's just an encom- encompassing letter which is uh, placed before the resume sh- saying that this is my name and this is what I do. Please look at my resume. So exactly mm-hmm. what is cover letter and what one person say job seeker must do to maybe he's reaching out to you then how, how should it look in, in, a, in a very simple word I would say it's a synopsis of your whole resume right but okay. uh, let's say you are applying for a job look I, I, I would advise people you know to make editable cover letter let's if you have a job uh, in front of you you're applying for a particular job so look at what are the required skills in that particular read that read out that JD. So based mm-hmm. on that JD, what skills that you can bring in that should be there in the cover. Of course, it should be there in the resume, but resume is a very detailed version of your profile. It includes your education qualification, it includes your, you know, strength weaknesses. It talks about the projects that you might have done, uh, talks yes. about the skills that you have gone through and talks about some certification you have achieved, but that doesn't need to be there in the cover letter. Cover letter needs mm-hmm. to be talked talking about your key skills, you know, the skills mm-hmm. that you can bring in for that job that hiring manager has posted, you know, the hiring manager right. is looking for the particular skills. So read that JD, look mm-hmm. at what manager is looking at. So based on that JD, what you can provide, what mm-hmm. you have those skills. So make it simple and make it to the points and uh, 
that will help hiring manager will look at that uh, cover letter and based on mm. that then they will be interested to looking at your resume so cover letter mm. is a one step that you know uh, uh, for going towards that hiring manager looks at your resume Uh, whatever is there in the jd uh, maybe a particular recruitment uh, uh, head or an hr is not maybe looking exactly at the uh, jd that has been given like for example the jd might show that you need to have 10 different skills but maybe mm-hmm. i have just four and remaining mm-hmm. six can be learned on the job so right do i become eligible to be a part of it uh, a part of your organization if i have just four of the top 10 skills yes. that you guys are looking yes. for Yes, that's why not. Yes, yes. Right. So, Usually, yeah. you know, there are certain skills that are must have, and there mm-hmm. are some skills that are good to have, mm-hmm. right? So when you are as a candidate, when you are applying, be honest, you know. Mm-hmm. So what must have skills that you have, mm-hmm. and what are the good to have skills that you have, or if not, that you can learn. Right. Right. Makes sense. Like uh, maybe the candidate needs to be more open because most of the time people just lie blatantly in their resume, right? You will be and, caught. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That 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 is something that these people know to understand. Know to like, they should understand that the HRs can actually catch if you are making a uh, if you are lying in your resume, right? So that that's is something easy. most. That's easy. That's very easy. Yeah. Exactly. And that's the most. I guess that's the most easier thing to do. So yeah. So. coming back to one of the questions that uh, i have with me right here so what do you think uh, how is the trend like not more than thinking i would ask you what do you think where the it industry is going in the next 10 years but this has to be in correlation to a job seeker like if i am looking for a job and i am in the job mar- job market so what should i learn to be relevant in the industry for the next 10 years because as i as we had a discussion few moments before right things are changing rapidly so mm-hmm. what do i need to do so that i can stay relevant in the industry yeah i, I mean uh, it is uh, it industry uh, if you see that it has seen many phases right many recessions many rebounds you know uh, there will be time then suddenly we have seen the post covid lot of things has changed so right. i wouldn't say it is a recession uh, in my opinion it's a correction <laughs> it's so definitely um, even i feel so it's a correction more than recession <laughs> because uh, yeah, in the last but... one year uh, last mm-hmm. one year i have seen people's uh, like uh, sorry uh, like the candidates who have applied to various industries right so i have seen mm-hmm. their income skyrocket i have seen oh, people yes. who have been uh, maybe earning around 7 8 lpa uh, annually like and they have gone to 25 lpa all of a sudden mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. then when the correction happened now they are down to 12 lpa so i guess it's oh, more yes. of a correction uh, yes yeah. yes it's a correction and uh, uh, it's still a candidate driven market for the hot skills and for the you know the right people talent mm-hmm. as i said mm-hmm. not everyone is talent if you are a talent there mm-hmm. are people looking out for you hrs are chasing you right so don't mm-hmm. worry you will find a job and you will you will be relevant so for right. that you know all your efforts should be there you know to be a talent uh, mm-hmm. towards your learning and uh, keep watching what is happening what are the trends mm-hmm. are changing and what are the skills how the skills are evolving mm-hmm. and and you know uh, it won't be right on my part if i say learn this skill that skill because that is mm-hmm. something based on your interest and your you know and uh, 
best what you have Definitely. done in your education part too so right. but my my only advice would be you know uh, be relevant you need to be mm-hmm. relevant you need to mm-hmm. learn you need to keep upgrading yourself you know mm-hmm. and uh, uh, finding a job shouldn't be your not the end goal right just just right. finding it of course we all need to find a job but that you know uh, but yours uh, that is not the your uh, the only thing that you should be looking at you should be looking at the broader picture that what else you can learn even mm-hmm. uh, in int we always always appreciate this when someone wants to learn different skills and contribute beyond their work beyond their kre mm-hmm. so you know i mean find a place where you can find a career growth for yourself you know mm-hmm. and when you have you know a diversified background when you have uh, a learning attitude you will find your way that's true uh, the attitude is quite important as we put it right because uh, right. most people do not right. have the right attitude towards uh, the job and uh, especially towards getting and finding new jobs so that's Correct. very important but and, and honestly yeah yeah when you when you say the attitude wise is one more thing like you know we are uh, it was a very old way of uh, recruitment what uh, uh, i have heard always when you know people would send a thank you note post interview post okay. offer uh, given to them post job to or whoever helped them to find a job somewhere mm-hmm. you know uh, uh, these things go a long way you know the gratitude that that is something if you know uh, when there was a little bit of madness there when people were shopping around with one offer to two offers so forget about writing a <clears throat> thank you email people mm-hmm. would will be ghosting on recruiters they will be just suddenly vanished right mm-hmm. so i mean these things don't help as a mm-hmm. as a professional you know and uh, this um, professional and and gratitude goes a long way yeah the humility is always the best way to uh, have uh, best thing to have actually because most people don't have humility these days but uh, yeah. how does indusnet deal with ghosting because since you brought the topic <laughs> up it would be very interesting to know uh, because uh, different companies have different ways of doing things right because i just saw one of the interviews of kunal shah where he was mm-hmm. telling that to not so that people do not ghost them uh, when after after they join uh, cred maybe so they mm. give them expensive stuff like they give them a macbook etc just to keep them uh, so that the people the person becomes a bit loyal they understand okay mm. this person is giving me a macbook so maybe this person are way well off so maybe i'll just join maybe uh, a couple of lakhs less than the other company but maybe i'll have a better life here so it's it's all mm. about the mindset right they try to play with the mindset so what mm. does int does so you know more than uh, uh... Uh, getting into the blame game what candidate did and what uh, the recruiter did or what talent acquisition team did we believe in as i said we believe in our learning our lessons so mm-hmm. it has had happened many times when candidate ghosted us you know mm-hmm. and uh, so we we look back the data we look back in you know, many situations that what we could have done better mm-hmm. to make a better candidate experience were right. we able to talk to them about you know int and int growth and our con- you know the mm-hmm. were we able to tell them the you know the branding experience have were we able to do that you know mm-hmm. were we able to tell them what our vision is what is our future plan is how is our growth plan is right mm-hmm. and uh, even were we able to show them a career growth if they we would be joining this company 
right so that is one part and when mm-hmm. we once we see that you know we did all these things and then also you know that uh, can it cost it on us mm-hmm. um, usually you know it is uh, uh, if you are not able to get hold of the candidate that's something we can't do about it but mm-hmm. you know uh, the int and i personally i feel that i go back to them you know after right. some point mm-hmm. uh, and we have done that and uh, I, i personally reached out to a lot of candidates and check with them mm-hmm. if, and it's not about that i am asking them to rejoin is that i am asking them you know about their experience we we make sure that we take like you know we talk about the client experience similarly we talk about the candidate experience that is very very important for us we take feedback on a whole recruitment process the interview process how was their interaction with the interviewers the panel you know so mm-hmm. we we make sure that you know uh, at all uh, steps during the interview process they were engaged you know well engaged and they they were felt important and they realized that you know that this is a important job they are applying for so i i personally go back to them and we we as a team also want to know that what we could have done better so that's all mm-hmm. we can do mayuka as well i think you know and it's just like uh, uh, we learn our part of it and uh, mm-hmm. and uh, giving the gifts and all that is something you know i don't think that that's too cost uh, yeah that's too costly <laughs> not even to the cost it is not a some we are uh, we are hiring employees those who will be part of our growth journey right mm-hmm. so by uh, uh, this way uh, i mean if someone is not aligned with our vision we wish them luck you know <laughs> right, so right. but do you think it's it's quite uh, important uh, for a candidate say a fresher who is uh, who is already fishing for multiple roles like right so he might mm-hmm. have a, a role uh, from an mnc and then he has indusnet coming up with a better offer but most mm-hmm. of the time even the better offer gets declined because it's an mnc and maybe their uh, parent is more uh, inclined towards that person yeah. working in an mnc so mm-hmm. in that case does explaining them the vision of what indusnet is going to be in the next 10 years going to help them or most of yeah, the time it just does help yeah yes okay. it does help because you know uh, when you are part of mnc's definitely they have you know a lot of uh, things to offer but what they will not get a diversified experience and exposure that they will com- get in a growing company like us you know mm-hmm. they are they are just one small part of the huge team here Absolutely. there is a visibility to their work you know and they mm-hmm. have opportunity to explore different you know areas which you know beyond their role so this is something you know it helps if someone really is looking for a career growth want to make mm-hmm. a difference you know so they they get it they understand it yeah that's interesting that's really interesting and so we have uh, the people coming yeah. from the mnc's and in fact uh, there have been many many cases those uh, who couldn't join us for whatever reason and they joined mnc's they came back to us is there an opportunity for us we really want to join join well, i'm back. pretty much sure about that because uh, i i personally i'm invested in industrial startups as most of the people would relate but yeah mo- because i personally understand that the working culture in an mnc and the working culture in uh growing companies companies which are up and coming right now and which are profitable most important that's the most important word right that profitable companies so mm-hmm. you learn a lot technically in an mnc there are multiple formats and unfortunately or fortunately there are multiple groups right they divide you into uh, various segments you can even get into a call center you you might not realize you might be a service mm-hmm. desk analyst so yeah i totally understand when it uh, when people come back to indusnet and 
of course indusnet has a very better uh, like uh, digital reach than most of the mncs out there right? right so i understand why people come back because uh, as we are talking about right things right now that content is always something that when people see more of it so people mm-hmm. realize okay maybe this company is doing better maybe i can go there and explore my career a bit mm-hmm. so that's quite important so yeah. adding to that uh, adding uh, on top of that whatever you just said uh, told uh, uh, said us right now how many in general does in int hire in a year like when it when i'm talking about uh, let's not get into the uh, man, uh, directorial positions uh, the yeah. decision maker positions i'm talking about more of a manager level and the fresher level in general yeah, how many does yeah, it yeah yeah in general we we i mean you know uh, 400 to 500 people in general and, uh, mm-hmm. right now we are in a global expansion path you know we are to right. hire 2500 people in the 3 years and mm-hmm. uh, and also we are key focus on the leadership we have done the leadership hiring we have been hiring people in the <laughs> the leadership mm-hmm. and uh, we have a, a goal to invest at least 100 crore in the whole process so yes i mean uh, for us it's not a stopping it's it's not mm-hmm. a slow down at all and uh, you know we are scaling up our deliveries mm-hmm. we are aggressively adding new clients and we are recalibrating your our energies and creating the you know the best leadership pool and mm-hmm. uh, yes in the tech side marketing side analytics side speed sales mm-hmm. side consulting side so yes we mm-hmm. have our 3x growth blueprint ready we just had covid right uh, mm-hmm. and it was devastating for most of us like i personally had a, a huge personal loss and i know a lot of people who have had a huge personal loss in during covid times so what do you think or uh, what do you feel how the job market has shaped from maybe um end of 2019 to till right now we are uh, almost in december right 2022 so mm-hmm. uh, right what is the difference uh, between 2019 2022 and in between the covid times how does the job market look and how has it evolved yeah it has evolved of course yes you know the job market has evolved but it has opened a lot of new dimensions too you know the post covid you know uh, there a lot of companies they were they never thought about the work from home Uh, culture uh, uh, personally i would tell you that before uh, int i had been in remote roles mm-hmm. seven eight years i have supported teams remotely uh, mm-hmm. so for me it was a, not a different thing but i would always hear from him oh how do you do that you know you work from home oh how do you manage in teams you know how difficult it must be so that was kind mm-hmm. of a you know strange look i would always get but now mm-hmm. that's a reality you know people are working from office people are working from home they are equally cheated you know but the challenges that company has to face that how to make a balance here and how to engage remote workforce how to make sure that you know they are included uh, if if there are certain teams working from office there are certain teams working remotely they get equal you know engagement so mm-hmm. that is what is one thing uh, you know mm-hmm. that companies have equipped themselves uh, to manage uh, a remote workforce too and even mm-hmm. hire uh, first of all the you know the now we don't think about hiring remote people right so uh, earlier it was like if you are willing to come to office then then only this is the opportunity for you but not right. now but 
uh, the, the another shift i have seen that people want to work from office now because there's a kind of a you know the uh, it's a, a mundane kind of uh, you know definitely that, uh, it is it is not a uh, you want to work we are human being we cannot you know sit alone and work we, we need we, physical we, interaction That's we true. need physical nothing can beat that and we need right. uh, interact uh, real interactions right, right real right, conversations right. not zoom calls not just the online meetings so that's something also we have noticed and that is the mm-hmm. one change and also people have understand the importance of work life balance that is the one thing that post covid you know people have realized that and they and companies also respect that you know mm-hmm. that if someone wants to take a couple of hours break during their work hours you know companies mm-hmm. are open to that you know people know mm-hmm. it, it it is like how much quality they are adding towards work not the number of hours you know Mm-hmm. if you are able to do your job in the certain amount of time why not you know so that is something no, you know uh, is uh, a one change that we have noticed it's a sub- i think i would say it's a pleasant change it's a good change <clears throat> mm-hmm. so companies and employees and the workforce they both have adapted to it beautifully interesting so do you think still there are people who are asking for work from home because i really think they, uh, oh, they yes. shouldn't oh, be yeah. oh yeah no yes they do okay that's yeah, interesting they do <laughs> there are many people okay. they don't want to get out of their uh, house you know it <laughs> right <laughs> we But do are, come uh, do you think uh, the performance of people actually over time falls if they're working from home or maybe the hybrid culture is something that we need uh, i wouldn't say that there is an as such a data to talk about it you know there might be some cases you mm-hmm. know uh, but uh, it it can be difficult for that particular person particular resource you know mm-hmm. uh, and uh, when they are sitting alone and that there is a team working from office definitely yes right. so in that case hybrid model i would uh, say that is more successful you know mm-hmm. instead of just re- you know remote but there are people mm-hmm. those who are able to manage their remote work also beautifully too so mm-hmm. uh, at int uh, you know uh, we have a very strong hr team and we make sure that you know we take care of uh, uh, these uh, uh, you know that challenges we might face so we mm-hmm. are already you know prepared for these things you know and so we have taken corrective measures we change our policies we ch- worked upon you know our processes so yes that but but it is uh, you know people still do ask for the remote <laughs> to answer your question yeah. right that's interesting that's nice and uh, before we close down can you just share some quick tips anyone who is trying to you know apply in industrynet or in general if i am a job seeker i am looking to apply in the industry i do not have a job presently i am not working anywhere so technically mm-hmm. my skills are stagnant somewhere so how is it that i can get a job in the industry right now and how long in general do you think it takes for a candidate to convert a job profile like maybe reading the jd to getting into the company yes i would suggest you know look at the job uh, first of all you make your resume and cover letter you know mm-hmm. and uh, don't make it a too lengthy resume just a one page mm-hmm. resume is good enough you know mm-hmm. make a good cover letter and if you are a professional Uh, you need not to only be on a linkedin you mm-hmm. need to be using it at full advanced stage you know mm-hmm. <laughs> it is like something um if uh, you are not present in social media or any you know uh, let's say for example linkedin if mm-hmm. a recruiter is searching a candidate like you 
But if you're mm-hmm. not there, how would they approach you? What is even the a fresher? Yeah, right. Okay. Even if a right. fresher, we are talking about right, mm-hmm. and through you know, use it. You know, reach out to the people, see what they are posting, where they are post. Let's say I have a one job or just two mm-hmm. jobs. I may not be taking expensive job boards and posting there. I will be just posting on my LinkedIn profile. Hey, I am hiring. I need to these people. If you are interested, please apply. Right. So if you are not there, if you are mm-hmm. not following, right? If you are not following INT, mm-hmm. how would you know that what is skills INT is hiring for? So Point. follow INT, follow career page, right? follow mm-hmm. us on LinkedIn, see that what company is posting, right? So then, that is one advice. And then second, you know, read the JD, apply properly, and mm-hmm. uh, prepare yourself for interviews. As I said, don't be boring. Be creative, you know. Learn, uh, you know, new skills beyond your, uh, you know, uh, comfort area, and then showcase your skills, you know, in a positive way. And then, uh, as I said, you know, uh, be thankful if someone has helped you in your career journey. Why not? You know, be don't be hesitant to, you know, pass on your gratitude to them.